0: This week will be devoted in the afternoons to the close application of mindfulness to feelings, which should be tremendously important to us since we care so much about our feelings every moment of the day and even in our dreams. And in terms of this week, we'll spend the first three days focusing primarily on the feelings arising within the body, the feelings arising in relationship to our sensory experience, so not just the body, and then during the latter three days of the week, then we'll really focus primarily on mental feelings. So happy, sad, and indifferent. But the mornings will continue to be focusing on shamatha. And for these first three days, we'll focus on the shamatha method that the Buddha himself explicitly recommended for the four applications of mindfulness, namely mindfulness of breathing. I want to go back to basics here because some people, a few uh, rarely, but it does occasionally happen that a person will go through a whole eight-week training here and never learn how to breathe. And then, without that base, it's really hard to have any really successful, fruitful, joyful, transformative meditative practice. And learning how to breathe is learning how to release the breathing. It's not learning a new skill. It's learning how to disengage and allow the body to breathe because it is so much better at it than we are. So there are many ways that we can damage our nervous systems. We can damage, damage it by way of uh, meditation, damage it by way of mispractice of pranayama, damage it with lifestyle, damage it with drugs, damage it with mental afflictions, anger, resentment, rumination. There are so many different ways that we can cause our prana systems or, objectively speaking, our, our nervous systems to become dysfunctional. And according to traditional Tibetan medicine, if your prana system is out of, out of balance, nothing else in your body, or one could even say in your body mind, will go very well. It's too core. And so it's ironic with this overwhelmingly materialistic view of the body that we have in modern medicine that prana, the, even the existence of prana isn't even acknowledged. Well, never mind that. At least the nervous system is acknowledged. So in terms of healing, healing and healing the injuries we've already inflicted upon our nervous systems, resulting in all types of symptoms, massive number of symptoms, obviously stress-related disorders, but a myriad of others as well. Pranayama is like surgery, and well-crafted surgery can be a lifesaver. Mindfulness of breathing is like naturopathy, and that is, it's allowing the body to heal itself, and then we do everything we possibly can not to get in the way. So for the breathing, we'll see this relates very strongly to the close application of mindfulness to feelings. That is, when feelings arise, we tend to have a very, very powerful habituation, deeply ingrained habituation, to grasp onto feelings as I and mine. I am in so much pain, we'll say. I am in so much pain, physically, we don't say my body is, we don't see pain as arising in my body, not very often, only when we're being clever. But when we're being spontaneous, we just say I'm in anguish, I am in pain. Right? Or if it's mental, we say I'm I I am miserable. Just almost like if we say I am a man or I'm Alan. I'm in a total fusion of identity, right? Well, that's a habit that can be broken. And we start with the breathing. We start where we can do it. We don't start with anguish or severe physical pain. We can't do it. But we can start with breathing. It's a skill that needs to be mastered. To be able to be fully witnessing the breath, aware of the breath, and completely relinquish control over it. And by relinquishing control over it, you stand a chance of not identifying with it, simply being present with it. And that's the crack in the door. Open that one up, and then see what bounties flow. So, in terms of finding liberation from pain in the body and pain in the mind, there are two strategies, and both have value. And one of these is doing everything we can to get rid of the pain or suffering. Just get rid of it, you know. Get medical treatment if necessary. Get, get, get if you if you're dying of bone cancer, you need morphine. It won't heal you, but it's better than just having. Unbearable pain. A friend of mine died of bone cancer. So I saw how that happens. Thank goodness for morphine. Right. So if we can simply have the pain go away, well and good. If we can heal it from its source by medical intervention, by psychotherapy, what have you, and have some distress go away, very good. But even great yogis may die of cancer. Gawakamapa died of cancer. Lama Yeshe died of cancer. Gen Lam died of cancer. Oh, many many more. Right. So they couldn't make the cancer go away by their meditation. Right? So hedonic pain, that is stimulus driven pain, sometimes we can't do anything about it. And if we can, then we should. But there's another there's another avenue of liberation. And that is release grasping. Release grasping. Release the identification. And then the pain arises in the body, and it's orphaned. You're seeing like, what, like watching motes of dust float in the air. They're not your dust. They're just arising in the space. And they have no owner. And they don't grip you. If you don't grip them, they don't grip you. So let's try it with breathing first. It's a skill, and you really need to master it. It's difficult, more difficult in the sitting position than it is in the lying down. Because in the sitting, you have, to be, you have to be tensing some muscles. That's why you fall over. Fall over. So you're totally relaxed. And see if you can breathe totally naturally. As if you're overhearing your breath. As if you happen to be simply witnessing, like witnessing the breathing of a person in bed with you. In and out, in and out. And you have nothing to do with it. Right? Witness your breath like that. First, master it in the supine position. If you've mastered that, then you can see about sitting. Let's jump in. Joyfully, as you set out, taking the first steps and fully healing your body and your mind, irreversibly and completely. Joyfully, let your awareness descend into and fill the space of the body. You're about to do something really good for yourself. So do it lovingly. As soon as your awareness fills the space of your body, you may be immediately aware of areas that feel tight. Gently attend to them as you breathe in. Simply take note of them. And as you breathe out, let go. Soften all the muscles of the face and especially soften the eyes. And in this stillness, moved only by the breath, balance vigilance with relaxation. Now for the breath, the entry here is the out breath. It's the easiest time to relax, to let go in every way, to relinquish all effort and just let the breath flow out like water out of a glass. every out relax and release more and more deeply in the body in terms of muscular tension. Like letting a dog, a frisky dog, off the leash. Just release rumination, wandering thoughts, memories, images. Just let them go with every out And as you approach the end of each exhalation, see especially then that your mind is quiet, that you're very attentive. As you release the breath to the last drop, without expelling it, but don't inhale prematurely. In fact, don't inhale at all. Don't take the breath. Don't pull it in. Release and release and release until the next in-breath is given, flowing in of its own accord and receive just what is given without pulling in any more or without in any way inhibiting the inflow of the breath. Attend closely. But with no control or preference. Abandon all expectations and preferences as to how you think the breath should flow. Your opinions are irrelevant. Just as your opinions on how the liver should function or how your stomach should digest food. Just let it do its business and keep out of the way. That your mind at ease with an act of will. Releasing all concerns, all ruminations concerning the past and future. And for the remainder of the session, continue with the mindfulness of breathing in any of the three modes of your choice. But most importantly release all control all sense of identification of I or mine regarding the respiration it's just the body breathing Continue practicing in silence. Enjoy your day.